Alright, alright, alright. It's your boy, Stat Guy Nate. You know who it is. What up? The co host of Chaos, Skyball. Welcome to Dad's Gone. Part do. De. And that's do on your fucking head, Dad. Ooh. Uh, all right. Burn. Got of, him. A lot of beer tonight. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna throw him back. Well, uh, we're gonna hijack this one. Yeah, we're gonna be all over it. Uh, kind of like I was all over that fucking turkey on Thanksgiving. Hope listeners had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Fan fucking tastic. I hope it was just average. Uh, I, I'll wish. I'll hope the best for you. Um, you know, Coast Chaos. He's average. He wishes average. I'm grumpy. I, mean, he, he, I, I am average. I am like. He just wishes. You wish mediocrity and like, mediocrity embodied. Yeah. You just wish medi- personified. If you, you will. wish mediocrity upon everybody, like just to and even I, to even out the world. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, now you make me sound kind of like a commie. Uh, no, it's just everybody should be on. An, oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, exactly. See, I see where you're going with this because you're a fucking cop. And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> hey, if I'm I know a, it, if I'm a cop, then yeah, commie. Oh, oh, all right. That was a low blow. Go. There we go. Um, Episode's over. Dude, we just we already blew it. We already blew the whole damn thing. I said I'm walking here. It took like five minutes. How about that? Um, so here we are. We had a great fucking Thanksgiving slate. I love this Thanksgiving slate personally. Um, we're sorry, Dad, that you weren't here to talk about this one because holy shit, man. We have the Bills Lions. I think a lot of people. I think from the outside, a lot of people that didn't really look at this game in depth would have said, Bills are going to blow out this Lions It had team. the makings of being a butt-fucking. But, if you would have looked into this a little deeper, you would have seen that the Lions are coming off three straight wins. You always look deeper into the hole. Always look a little deeper into the hole. Exactly. And right now, Dan Campbell's biting kneecap-ass Lions are looking pretty good. Yeah, and they took, it looked really good. And they took Buffalo to the absolute end of this game. That makes me question though, like how real is Buffalo? Um, they've been they've been limping through a lot of these games. I, the last few weeks they have been. I think that elbow injury to Josh Allen is it's playing, a little more serious than people are letting on. To. Absolutely, it's playing a major role because he's not. I mean, he's never been known as the most accurate, but his accuracy has progressed greatly over these last oh, few yeah. years. Oh, yeah. Well, when he first got into the league, I mean, the dude was sailing balls left and right. But now he's actually pretty, he's pretty fucking sharp with it. Well, and it was it was sailing, but then it was also just on those timing routes, you know. It, yeah. He's throwing behind Well, that's, that's chemistry with your wide receiver, though. I, it is, but it's also, it is also just a pure timing thing where you got to be able to get, you know, you take the steps, you make your drop, and you throw. Yeah. And his timing was off, his, his accuracy, I mean, he just, he's throwing behind receivers, he's throwing low. Um, and that's and we're kind of seeing that again now. And I think that def, I think the elbow injury is playing a huge role in it. Um, well, and that's but, the thing is now it's as as a defensive line, their mission against him is going to be get him to the ground. Yeah, make him brace himself every time. Get him to the ground. Well, Burn. and I think and I got to say preseason, we all would have looked at this division and said Buffalo's going to run away with it. But uh, yeah. because of Buffalo's struggles here, this is a very wide open division in the AFC East. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to what is to come down the pipe with this one. Um, Especially with the Jets. Yeah. But speaking of that AFC East, they were there was another AFC East team playing a NFC North team on Sunday or on Thanksgiving evening. Sorry, Thanksgiving night. Uh, the Patriots taking on the Vikes. 
Vikings took this one home, 33-26. Yeah, closer than I thought it was going to be, but... Definitely a lot closer. I wanted to get in here to some of the box score, uh, see what the rushing, what the passing yardage was. I did know that Justin Jefferson, um, I believe he set a milestone in this game. I believe he passed Randy Moss or matched Randy Moss for... I think, yeah. Um, it was something to do with the uh, Randy Moss, Yeah, uh, his record. This is just, you know, welcome to Stat Guy and co-host the chaos hour yeah where we're we come gonna, unprepared but we just throw out random things we're and gonna fucking wing it you know what you guys are gonna look it up for us how about that it's called improv read about it so um fucking kirk thuggins out kirk here thuggins two 30 for 37 299 three tutties and a pick can we start calling him thuggy bear thuggy bear i love it um justin jefferson also had a pass and a completion for 11 yards yeah justin jefferson's a freak yeah, he really is. The run game, I will say, New England held Minnesota's run game in check, and that's not easy to do when you've got Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Yeah, the guy that should have, you know, the guy that signed the Declaration of Independence. I mean, fuck. I heard somebody talking about get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> that was a late hitter. No, I heard somebody talking about he's washed. I'm like, there's no fucking way, dude. He's just, I mean, Dalvin's it, not washed. Dalvin's not washed, but the running back position is just one of those where guys can have injury plagued seasons year after yeah. year i mean look christian mccaffrey saquon barkley uh dalvin cook is right in that yeah he's, of, he's still a great running back still a great running back but put some yeah. respect on his name uh but so justin the receiving though in this one justin jefferson nine receptions 139 yards and a touchdown ain't bad had and then adam thielen nine for 61 and a touchdown our guy. TJ Hawkinson, 5 for 43 and a touchdown. Also uh, our guy. Absolutely. TJ Hawkinson, fantasy owners, me being one of them, have to be just, I mean, we're, we're over the moon right now. I'm going to tell you right now, I was on the TJ Hawkinson train for how many seasons before absolutely, this? Absolutely, dude. I'm telling you, fantasy, every season, TJ got some points. TJ is a great tight end. I mean, he's he had a game this year with the Lions where he scored, I think, 48 points. Yeah. 48, it was like 40, 46 or 48 or something like that. Fantasy points. Like, that is going absolutely fucking off. Oh, yeah. And now he's with a quarterback that's actually kind of competent in offense that's yeah. kind of competent. Yeah. Um, And with a team that's first in the division. Could, could the man get a ring? Who knows? Smells kind of like a ring. I mean, Minnesota's looking good. And I think they're. I think poised. they're going to win the they're, NFC. They're nine and two. They're poised. They're poised and right there. I think they win the NFC. I, I mean, I, it's going to be. The, I think the NFC championship between what I think is going to be the Vikings and the Eagles. Yeah. Is oh, one hundred percent is going to be a phenomenal freaking game. But I think we're getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves because we got to backtrack to Sunday. Oh, which one is this again? Sunday. Sunday. The computer is so far. This computer is so far. The sky can't read the screen. Um, Firstly, we're going to talk about the wah, wah, Broncos. Oh, God. The Broncos are fucking garbage. Did you see uh, fucking Russell Wilson getting screamed out on the sideline by one of the defenders? Good, man. He needs to be reamed like a fucking child, dude. He was over there, like, yucking it up with the fucking coach, and that dude walked by and got in his fucking face, and Russ is walking away like, all right, what, dude? Like, this guy, I I don't know what he expected. Like, this is just terrible. This is the. Well, this is how we know that Pete Carroll wasn't the issue in Seattle. No, it was Russ. It, it was Russ. Yeah. I mean, this guy is. Did you at... catch the shit he said about Geno Smith? Yeah. When he's like, yeah, he's he actually follows the playbook and wears a wristband. Yeah, that's he's all. Like, he... That's why it works. 
and Pete Carroll's like basically being like, suck my dick, everybody. Like you guys thought that that I was the problem. No, he just didn't run my system. He tried to be, he tried to be too much Mike Vick. Like he tried to be the improv guy. He but... tried to be <coughs> dangerous. Dangerous. Have you seen that subway commercial? The Danger Witch. Mm. Be careful, though. It's spicy. I'm I, like, this motherfucker, everything he the, does is so weird, it's dude. It's so cringe, dude. He's, he's like Jim Harbaugh in that sense. Like Everything he does is just weird dude shit. I mean, if you're Denver, you've got to be... is Like, you paid this guy so much money, and now you're like, how much does it cost to get him out the fucking door? I think they own like 101 mil left. Boy. Like that, 103. That's a lot of money to pay a dude. Tell him to go fuck himself. To tell him to go fuck himself, yeah. I mean, yeah, after you already after you already paid him this first year. Y'all, I mean, wait, here's the thing. Russ, Russ pulled the biggest con ever, dude. He oh, made yeah. He made the entire NFL think that this guy, that he was an MVP-worthy candidate. Yeah. Shock. Guess what? Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. He ain't shit. No. So, yeah, you lose to the Panthers, too. That is a, they're a god-awful team. Poop. And you lost Poverty by, franchise. And you lost by 13. Terrible. Poverty franchise. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about a real, I mean, just highlight this week. Our main poverty franchise. The Cleveland Clowns, Browns, sorry, uh, won a Fair game. Play. Won a game. In overtime. Beat Tom Brady. They beat Tom Brady. Does that, does that mean we are now the GOATs? Does that make Jacoby Brissett the GOAT? I don't think it passes quite like that buddy i I mean the browns were technically if you think about it the second best team in the nfl last year because the Bengals couldn't beat us oh my god i hate you you're not no off base poverty franchise logic off base yeah i mean if that's the if that if that's what helps you sleep at night buddy good for you you don't you'll if you guys stay on track for how long i think you guys will You'll you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about here in a couple of years. I really hope we're not, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, yeah, they beat ahead. the sucking ears. Yeah, go ahead, go tell them. I mean, this was this was Jacoby's last outing. Now you get all right. Let's say let, let, let's just put that out there. Jacoby Brissett is is a good quarterback. Yeah, I I don't think anybody anybody that ever said Jacoby Brissett was not a good quarterback is a complete fucking idiot. Yeah. He's got the Browns at fifth in offensive efficiency in the NFL. And that's with throwing some heartbreaking picks. Yeah, there have been some bad ones, but he's also, man, here's the thing. When you have a guy, a backup quarterback, you really, I mean, in this case, you did expect him to produce. You needed yeah. him to produce. He's not but... there to just, like, hold shit down and make sure they don't score. Like, you know what I mean? Like, make sure they get a couple points up there, like, get some field goals. It's like, no, bro, you you got to be Deshaun until Deshaun gets back. Right. Like, you're, I mean. he, he And he did all right. The dude's got a good arm. And he's accurate. I he, mean, he's he, fucking accurate. He is. And here's and here's the other thing, too. He's big as fuck. And when he runs, yeah. he's tough to bring down. Mm-hmm. And it's just straight, his and decision. He's tough, he's tough to sack in the pocket, Yeah, too. it's just his decision-making that fucks him. It is. Like, and, late in games. But you can also blame that on Stefanski. But we won't even go down that wormhole. And I mean, there's a, there's a lot of factors that could, you know, that could yeah. go into some of those, you know, interceptions. I mean, you could have defenders that got away with Yeah, they're stuff. not all him. Yeah, no. They're so, on the wide receivers, the tight ends too. You know, Jacoby, shit like that. Jacoby Brissett got you guys to four and seven. Um, yeah. I mean, of our course, defense we could we could very well be. You could be five and six probably. We, if you, I think we could be six and you know, six and four, or six and five. I mean, there, I think we could because there was a couple heartbreakers we lost there, and a couple games that we shouldn't have fucking lost. Absolutely, like the Jets game. 
Holy shit. Well, I mean, when you look at the Jets now, can you really say that? Uh... It makes me feel better, but it also doesn't make me... I'm, I still feel awful about blowing a 13-point lead yeah, that with was a still minute a bad, and 16... Still... Or a minute and 32 seconds on the clock. Yeah, it's still a bad loss. That's the worst game management. That's worse than Jeff Saturday this past weekend. Yeah, it really was. It was fucking awful. So... Well, but yeah, they beat the Suckineers. Let's go. We get Deshaun back. But hopefully he doesn't massage a bunch of people on now, the field. I mean, now it's just basically how, like, can can Deshaun make up enough ground for you to make Can he win six straight? Pretty much. That's what you has to, to happen. 10 and seven. You, yeah. You, yeah, you can't lose a game at this point. Like, your defense has put you in a position now where instead of giving you a two to three game cushion, you blew your cushion early in the season, and now you have to win out. You have to. And... Things look okay as long as... If the as, Ravens keep fucking up, dude. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll get... We were going to move on to that next. But as long as the Ravens keep doing... The Ravens, like... Yeah. If the Ravens keep browning, then... Yeah, for real. Um, Blowing double-digit leads. Absolutely, man. I mean, their last... I, I think it's their last four games they've blown double-digit leads. Or it's like last four out of six. Last four out of six. or Their, their last four losses, whatever. Lost by double digits. Lost by double-digit... Or they had a double-digit lead. Or, yeah, I'm sorry, I got it backwards. Yeah, they had a double-digit lead and blew that lead. Um, yep. So just to give the listeners a reference, in their game, actually, no, this, so in their loss to Miami, they were up 35-14 with 12-18, 12 minutes, 18 seconds left in the fourth quarter. The Baltimore Ravens lost that game 42-38. I'll get, that's, that's a good amount of time for Miami to come back. That one's not the worst one, I don't think. No. Uh, now this one, this one also is is pretty understandable. Um, Buffalo, I think it was week four. They or Baltimore was up twenty to three with thirteen seconds that, left in the, the first half. Yeah, and then the game finished out. Buffalo twenty three, Baltimore twenty. Yeah, I think that so one. They hurt scored, more. but they scored twenty. Buffalo scored twenty unanswered points, and the Ravens didn't do anything in the second half of that game. Yeah, well, and that's that's the thing is like. The Ravens are usually a second half team, but for these last, like whatever last four losses they've had, that that fucking magic just runs out. I mean, you always have Lamar Jackson. Yes, he's gonna do stuff with his legs, but I mean, you can't you can't put everything on him. No. Um. So then you move to the I think it's week five here when they played the Giants. Baltimore was up twenty to ten with mm-hmm. six minutes and four seconds left in the fourth quarter. Baltimore went on to lose that game twenty to twenty four. That's the bad one. That's a bad one. And then this one is also pretty bad. Uh, this past week, the Baltimore Ravens played the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Baltimore Ravens were up 19-10 to 10 with 5 minutes and 59 seconds left in the game. So that is 5 <laughs> seconds less than the lead, than time that's, that's... in the Giants game. Um, you had one less point of a lead, and you lost 28-27 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That one was ugly. That was bad. So poor, poor, poor play at the end of the game. Like just fucking giving it to them. I that's what and that's what this Ravens team has been doing. They've just been giving some of these. Now they're winning the some of the games that they're expected to, but these are also games that they're expected to win, and they're not winning them. Yeah, well, a lot of it's Lamar running for his fucking life. Yeah, their offensive line. Yeah, Lamar hasn't had much help from the offensive line. The running backs are like Gus Edwards. I don't even know if he's back yet. Well, he, no, he was back for he a was while. Back this, he was back this past week. He had 16 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown. That helps out. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's still not. You're, I mean, but other than other than him, you've got 
Devin, I mean, Lamar had 14 carries for 89. Devin Duvernay had two carries for 16 yards. Why is your running? Why is a wide receiver having right. that many carries? Justice Hill had one for three, and Kenyon Drake had two for two. Yeah, just absolute garbage out of the running back. It's terrible, and and really, Lamar's not. I mean, Lamar had how many passing yards? Two fifty-four passing. Yeah, you can't do it all. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not good. So um, he's looking real good on his contract year. Yeah, he is. So, boy, um, either you got to pay that dude a lot of money and find some help for him, or you got to cut the ties yeah, and, and let him go. start o- and start over. I got a feeling after this season, if he, if they keep losing a couple more games like that, he's gonna want out. I think he, I think you will too. Yeah. So now let's go ahead and talk about another AFC North team that is doing well and moving in. You're trending in an upwards direction. It's not us. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. They had a 20 to 16 win over the Tennessee Titans this past weekend. Shout out Chris Lore. Chris Lore, congratulations! Your fucking Bungles managed to pull one out here. Um, Pussycats. I don't remember. I thought I heard, uh, what was it? What's his name? Um, oh my God. <laughs> Jamar Chase. Oh, I heard yeah. Jamar Chase was, uh, was eyeing a return, but I don't think he ended up actually I I, playing in this I think game. I heard today that he's going to be back this coming week. This coming week? Okay. Yeah. Him so, and Mixon, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And that's, yeah, they definitely need... Uh, mixing back because yeah. Samaj P. Ryan is good, but he is not. Motherfucker a... had 30 fantasy points this past week on my bench. Boy, that's tough. Son of a bitch. He got five when I started him the week before, and then he went, went off for almost 30. I was like, okay, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, maybe you should have just played him because you knew Joe Mixon was out. Yeah. Well, I had uh, Kenneth Walker back. Yeah. That was, I mean, and against that Raiders defense. In, yeah. And had... James Conner. Yep. And, and James Conner had a good game. But, yeah, he had a real good game. But anyway, the Bengals. Uh, T. Higgins, 7 for 114 and a touchdown. Ain't bad. He's uh, That guy has really just stepped up in Jamar Chase's absence and said, hey, I can also play as a number one. Yeah, I can also be wide receiver one. Uh, and I said this last year in the Super Bowl preview. I think they have three wide receiver ones. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I think, has now moved it to like a wide receiver two level. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, last year for sure, I would I would have given him a shot up there. Yeah, but yeah, he's kind of lost a step. But for the most part, they, I mean, I still think that they might have the best receiving core in the game, in the entire league. Uh, it's up there for sure. I mean, Devonta Adams hasn't done shit in Las Vegas. Yeah, but that's and that's not even really. I mean, I I look at like Buffalo with yeah. with Stephon and Gabe Davis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's. And, and I you, still give it to the. I still give it to the because when you have a healthy Jamar Chase, dude, it's a wrap. And then I, I, I'll be, you know, I'll be biased here. I mean, well, and honestly, I'll look at your Browns first of all. I'll look at your Browns here too when you've got Amari Cooper Amari's and Donovan Peoples Jones. That that helps out a lot. Yeah. My Steelers when we had Claypool, that was great, but we still have. Uh, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. Yeah, and, Pickens is really stepped up too. So. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of love spread out right now in the wide receiver game. And yeah, we like to see that. Mister Whopper hands getting it done. Absolutely, we'll get there. We're not there yet. Um, we did want to give one. Every- I always come early. You know that. I know. Uh, also, let's just take a look here at the Titans real quick. Boy, the 
Um, Bengals did a very good job of bottling up Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry yeah. had 17 carries for 38 yards. That's a 2.2 average. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a recipe for success for the Titans. Derrick Henry pretty... The, the, Bengals, they, the Bengals made Ryan Tannehill beat him. If Derrick Henry has less than 75 rushing yards, you can almost guarantee that the Titans are going to lose game. Yeah. If you, if you can make Ryan Tannehill have to beat you without Derrick Henry, you're going to beat him every time. And he won't because Derrick... Er, um, Ryan Tannehill went 22 of 34 for 291. No touchdowns. No yeah. picks, but no touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, who they got receiving? Like, nobody. Uh, Traylon Burks has kind of has kind of come on a little That's, bit. The yeah. Rookie. Um, Nick Westbrook at has done okay. Uh, you do have Austin Hooper there. You have a very old Robert Woods. Yeah. yeah there's not a lot. Yeah, you really don't have much going on there. No. So, uh we did want to give a shout-out to that man who probably has a little too much dog in him this morning. That guy, Josh Jacobs. Yes, sir. Josh Jacobs. You want to do it or you want me to? Uh, why don't you, while I get while I get things just pulled up here um, for the listeners, why don't you kind of kick us off with your thoughts on that performance by him? Well, I mean, all around it was fucking incredible. But, that I mean, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. That fucking walk-off, dude. If there was the equivalent of a walk-off in, in the NFL, that would be it. That was the mic drop. Exactly. That was like the mic drop, the exclamation point. He's the like... The nail in the coffin, whatever you yeah. want to fucking call it. Well, because the last couple games have kind of been like a coming out party for him. And that one was like, okay, now you guys know who I am. For sure. Um, so, just to give you the overall, Josh Jacobs, 33 carries, 229 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns. Jesus. 6.9 average. Nice. nice. Uh, he also had six catches for 74 yards. On, I mean, my God. Like, what more do you want? But, the, but yeah, the capper, the 86-yard touchdown run mm-hmm. to seal the game. It was a one-play drive uh, in overtime. Yep. First play, boom, done, game over. Just so, an absolute piss missile. See you later, Seattle. Yeah. Thanks for fucking showing yeah. up. Thanks for playing, guys. You thought you had a chance, but wrong. So, he said, "I'm not. I'm not calling Gino. I'm Gino. Gino didn't write back this exactly. time. Exactly. I'm writing Gino, and I didn't hear back. No, Gino had a Gino had a, himself a pretty good game. Twenty-seven to thirty-seven, three twenty-eight, two touchdowns, and uh, you know a costly pick in there." Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not mad at him for throwing a pick. I mean, it's fucking Geno Smith. He used to, didn't he throw seven in one game or some shit like that when he first came into the NFL? Absolutely. But this is. But you know, here's the thing. A he's in a good system, and he's he's you know one bad pick in a game. I'm okay with that. If you're putting up 328 yards, I'm fine with one pick. Yeah, and you know, it, it actually wasn't that costly. I'm sorry, it was in it was in the second quarter. It was early on, but yeah, that touch. But you know, that interception did lead to a touchdown by the or by the Raiders. So yeah, I mean, the Raiders penalized them for it, but for sure. Um, also, just kind of taking a look here at what else went on for the Seahawks. Uh, your boy Kenneth Walker, he did have a two touchdown game, but only mm-hmm. 26 yards on the ground. So. Yeah, he was getting short touches. Yeah, he not getting. You know, the Raiders weren't allowing much. DK had 11 catches for 90. Lockett three for 60, three for 68. I mean, geez, did you only look at DK Metcalf in this yeah, game? Yeah, it's a little lopsided. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, three Tyler Lockett, three Marquise Goodwin, two Travis Homer, three Noah Fant. Yeah, it was just slanted very heavily, just sprinkling the infield. So, finally, let's wrap it up with that Monday night 
football. Oh, and... Nate hijacking the, the primetime slot. Absolutely. We got the prime. Actually, hold on. First of all, we I forgot that we said we were going to give a shout out here as well. Um, Sunday night, Jordan Love came in towards the end of that game. Oh, yeah. He Packers. actually didn't look bad. No, he threw, threw a nice touchdown pass to Christian Watson. Um, who also is coming into his own here in uh, the last few games. Yeah. What is it, six or seven touchdowns? Shout out over C-Dub. Six, six or seven touchdowns over the last six games? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so... That's uh, almost a touchdown a game. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, so, just to give you an idea, Aaron Rodgers played, I think it was all, uh, like, he played three... Three almost three full quarters of this game. Yeah, it was it was it was, it was middle like, of like the third or something. It was like, like it was like court. late third or in the fourth when he got replaced or when he went out and Jordan Love came in. Yeah, um, Aaron what's Rogers that went, thumb? It was yeah with an injury. But Aaron Rodgers eleven for sixteen, one hundred forty yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Yeah, that thumb's bothering him. Absolutely, it's uh, those are those are Jameis Winston type numbers. Yeah, uh, Jordan Love came in six for nine. Nice. Uh, nice. with 113 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Yeah, not bad. I mean, I don't think he's going to really fully de- de- or develop until Aaron Rodgers is gone. I don't think Aaron Rodgers feels the need to, like, coach him up or, like, train him for anything. And, quite frankly, I don't think Aaron Rodgers really likes the guy. I no. Think it, I think it's uncomfortable and it's tense in the locker room with those two. So, I mean, I don't think you're really going to see much of Jordan. Lowe. I think you honestly might see them try to trade him for some draft capital. Uh, yeah, it's either that or you got to get rid of one of the two. Got to go. Yeah, you this town ain't big enough for the both of them. Like, no. you got to get him out of there. So, um, which obviously I say you keep Aaron Rodgers. I think he's got another four or five years in him. Uh, but I, I, I think he wants out more than anything. I think he's going to try to force their hand and get him out of there. I think I, I don't think he wants to be there anymore. Uh, I think he goes one more year, and then if they keep Jordan Love, he's probably going to try and bounce. Maybe. But, he yeah. wants to be the alpha dog in that. I, I mean, yeah, because that, I'll tell you, that, that 63-yard touchdown pass that Love had to Christian Watson was, it was, it was a beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. <laughs> it was real pretty. And uh, and Christian Watson threw, turned on the burners to uh, finish it off. So. Watson's a dog, man. He's Yeah, got to love it. Now, getting to that true primetime slot here. Nate hijacking our primetime slot. It's all I ever do. The Pittsburgh Squealing Steelers. <laughs> the Squealers. The Squealing Steelers. They uh, they managed to win against the hapless Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Just Saturday on that clock management, dude. Yeah, not great. Not great at all. Looking at it, I'm looking at it now, like, just the drives in there and... I mean, turnover on down, like a turnover on downs, dude. What are you doing? You're in the NFL, man. Like in, you should not. I this should is, never. Look, this is it. the league, dog. Yeah, that is not good. And and I mean, Pittsburgh's been a pretty hapless offensive team, so the they're play- starting to get it together though. Slightly, ever so slightly, but um, yeah. So the final score in this one, Pittsburgh twenty-four, Indy seventeen. Um, it was pretty much, you know, the all Pittsburgh in the first half, and then all Pittsburgh in the fourth quarter. Yeah, which is kind of really when you need to be on there. Um, the Colts really big quarter was the third when they scored two t- when they had two touchdowns, um, one on the opening drive and then one to finish out the third quarter. Yeah, so. I mean, what do you really expect out of this Colts team though? They bench they bench Ryan, and then they unbench him when Jeffson when you hire fucking Saturday. It's like 
The dude I mean, has no coaching experience, and then their your offensive play caller has no coaching experience or play calling experience. Oh, I think this was a definite throwing in the towel. Yeah, they're like, yeah, fuck it, let's just kind of, I don't know, see what happens. Yeah, right. They they say Jim Irsay strikes me as the kind of guy that just wants to watch the world burn. Oh, for sure. He just he was like, you know what? I'll just throw Jeff Saturday to the wolves, see how he does. <laughs> yeah. If he does well, great. Hey, you can come back and coach again next year. But if not, hey, you're still a legend. Then it won't be too hard on you. Yeah, like he's just like he's like how he's like all right. You thought, like, the Browns 0-16, that was a bad tank? He's like, hold my beer. I'm going to make this one of the ugliest tanks you've ever seen. I'm just like, dude, Jesus. It's like the Joker in, in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I'm uh, like, Jesus. I will say, uh, Najee Harris did leave this game with what looked to be an abdominal injury, and that's not what you want to see. Um, I mean, he yeah. hasn't had a great year this year. He He hasn't had... The offensive line to do anything. The Steelers' offensive line, I would put, I, I would put as probably the worst offensive line in the NFL right now. I'd say you're bottom five, bottom ten. I mean, right, like I'd say we're up there with Chicago. Uh, Chicago's got a yeah, pretty terrible. Yeah, Chicago's off- bad. Chicago's got a pretty terrible offensive line. Uh, I'm trying to think who else, who, what other quarterbacks are just always running for their Joe fucking- Burrow. Well, Cincinnati did they they did a lot, and they're they're starting to get in form a little bit. The Panthers' offensive line is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati from, like, a year or two ago? Cincinnati two years ago, yes. Bad. Like, really bad. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just, there's no, like, I think the highest pick on that offensive line is a fourth or fifth rounder. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's terrible. Like, why are, that just shows the investment that you've made into your offensive line, that the highest pick is a Well, you made your investments into Ben Roethlisberger and into AB and, you know, bringing in Claypool and all those guys, like... Even though he's on a rookie contract and you brought him in, you still have to I mean, you were able to, like, here's the thing. Because you had Ben Roethlisberger, you were able to take for granted that he was just a big motherfucker and you could have a, you know, slightly above, you could have a slightly above average offensive line and Ben would be able to, you know, when he could move a little, he could move and get away or he'd be able to, you know, shed tacklers. But now you've got a normal sized guy in there and he goes down a lot easier. Yeah. these well, when you got the Pillsbury throw throw boy, and they're just fucking launching cannons and stiff arming linemen. It's like, okay, yeah, you don't have to really invest that much money into that line, like you were saying. It's like, but you got Kenny Pickett, dude. Like his hands are tiny. He's a small man. Well, and defensive linemen are getting fucking better these days. I mean, and you got faster. Aaron Donald. You got Aaron Donald out here training with fucking knives. Yeah. You got guys coming out in the league that are like defensive tackles that run like four sevens. Guys like T.J. Watt? Yeah, exactly. They come out of nowhere. They're like, oh, okay, fuck. Like, you're a defensive lineman? Yeah, exactly. The guys... Or like Micah Parsons? Micah Parsons, exactly. Fucking like, animal. Well, it's this new... Yeah, it's the new, like, the new style of defensive end. Mm-hmm. It's like, like a hybrid, like, outside linebacker, DN, like... Pretty much. And and we've seen, like, this happening pretty... The Steelers have adapt, been using this for a long time. Like, yeah. James Harrison it was always an edge-rushing guy that was an outside linebacker, technically. Yeah. You know, but... That's you're starting to see other teams move to this and adopt this, and offensive linemen have to be quicker, and they're, they're just, just not there. They're just not there. No. Yeah. Um, but I will say I did see a mock draft where they had the Steelers taking Paris Johnson, and I loved that one. Yeah. So you got, I mean, yeah, you guys have to go after offensive line because if you can protect Kenny Pickett, it's kind of like the Joe Burrow situation two years ago. If you can find an offensive line to protect, you got a good enough receiving core, and you got. What well, looks just, to be a decent quarterback. You've got a decent quarterback. You just need to be able to take some lo- take some of the load off him and not be a one dimensional offense and be able to run the ball. Yeah. If you can if you can 
as a team, if you can run, yeah. you know, 100 yards in a game, that takes a lot of pressure off your quarterback and makes it, you know, makes the defense have to respect your run game and they can't just sit there and, you know, deep two-man zones. Yeah. So. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, it, it all rounds back to the offensive line. Yeah. And that's what they have to invest in. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, other than that, there's your NFL slate. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back maybe later this week or next week to talk to you more about the NFL. Who knows? Maybe Dad will be back. We don't know. We enjoyed being here without him, though. That the asshole. smooth sounds of Stat Guy Nate. The soothing sounds of Stat Guy Nate and the corruptious sounds of co-host I'm just gonna start shattering glass in the background like do like the and- or Eric Andre show shit where I just destroy yeah! the side alright you got anything to, to plug before we get out of here um no well, of course we gotta plug our socials follow us on twitter at small market at yeah is it small small market ins small market ins on instagram and tiktok or instagram at small market insecurities uh, TikTok, TikTok is, is small MKT insecurities. Yep. And uh, also follow us on beer. Follow us at Beerly Hockey for all your Beerly talk. I don't do that one. No, but that's for that's Phil and I where we do all our hockey and beer talk. All well, right. Other than that, I don't even think I don't even think I have anything to plug. All right. Well, thanks for sitting in on this shit show that we called the episode without Dad Part yeah, Two. Part two for. Phil Razor, I am Stat Guy Nate. He it's is, your boy Phil Razor. Your boy Phil Razor. I'm Stat Guy Nate. He's Skyball. Small market insecurities. Pairs well with booze. Love you guys. Bye.